Ooga, ooga, caveman. That's me, you, caveman. Me, caveman, you, caveman. Ooga, booga. Ooga, ooga, caveman. Best pals, caveman. Ooga, ug. Yes, best pal. Ooga, me. Well, steak with ooga, ooga, fork. Brand new fork. What fork, ooga, ooga? What fork, ooga, booga? You, you, you fork to eat steak, ooga. Me use hand eat steak. No fork, ooga, booga. Fork, much better. We go ooga, ooga in car. What car, Uga Uga Uga? What car, Uga Uga? It's get uh, from one Uga to another Uga. You make no sense, Uga Uga. Stone Age time, Uga Uga Uga. <laughs> we need car with air conditioning, Uga Uga, cause hot. Skin burning, Uga uh, Uga. Hot Uga Uga. Humid- sun. Humidity, Uga Uga. What humidity? Sun crashing to earth, Uga 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 Uga. No, you are. The world, Uga, is round. You crazy, Uga Booga. In car, Uga, there's a radio podcast. Podcast? Yes, Uga Uga. Uga Booga, what pa- 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 podcast? Pow, 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 podcast, Uga is. <laughs> podcast is. Rhythm <laughs> Wrist. <laughs> Welcome to another <laughs> episode. I feel so much <laughs> like the biggest moron in the world right now. Even worse than usual. <laughs> uh, welcome to another, obviously from that beginning, amazing episode of Retro Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. And thank you if you've stuck through that. Because if you have, you're a trooper. <laughs> I would probably turn it off if I was listening. <laughs> let's let's let people behind the curtains. What we literally do for those little intros, we like, hey, let's get a subject that kind of loosely fits in with the game we're talking about, and just run with the skit, and we totally improv it. Sometimes <laughs> they come out great. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> so I find it pure gold. It's amazing that I was surprised that I got tongue tied and cracked myself <laughs> up like that doesn't always happen. What's that was our that was our second try technically. That's the only time we've ever tried to redo one because yeah. it's so we couldn't stop laughing the first time. Yeah, okay, right, that was terrible. I don't know what it is talking like a caveman. It just makes me laugh because it's so. Yeah. I don't even really know how to do it. I'm not good yeah. at it. We're terrible at it. You kind of sounded German, to be honest. I probably did. But yeah, Townsend. That's my last name. Yeah, I'm Johnny Townsend, and with me, as always, is Trevor Franklin. We rarely ever introduce ourselves. My I, name is Trevor. His name is Trevor. My name is Johnny. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I have a podcasting problem. I would say this podcast is everybody's problem. I think so. The fact that it exists proves that anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. You don't really need any skills no. or any abilities to do things or knowledge. <laughs> we barely know how to record this and we're, we have a show. We hit the flashy red button. Yeah. And we play video games. That's what Ooga we do. Ooga booga ooga. Now, welcome to another episode of Retro Blessed. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let's get all the uh, fantastical, amazing things out of the way. Follow me on Instagram at johnnyism28. I am also an artist on the side, so you can see my arts and my goofy stuff. Also, listen to my other podcast, History Creeps, where we talk about the creepier side of history. Uh, that, that, as well as this show, or on iTunes, which please give us five-star reviews on iTunes. That helps other people find the show. It helps get our show out there because of how iTunes uh, 
rates and ranks things and it'll put it up yeah. higher for people to see our show RetroBlist easier. I don't care if you write the most worst review about us. Five stars is what we need. Most worst review. Most worst review. Yep. You can literally say that these two uh, men make me wish that humankind was extinct. And give us five stars. We don't care. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> your, your blank face is helping me done. <laughs> Trevor, how do they follow us on Instagram? Why would they want to use the question? <laughs> it's a good question. No, well, uh, so far, what I've heard is giving me zero indication of wanting to come back to this. So, uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at RetroBlist. Hey, follow us on Twitter at RetroBlist. That sounds very rehearsed. Hey. Yes. Follow us on Facebook at, at RetroBlist. Oh, that makes sense. Seriously, though, if you uh, go to our Facebook page, like us, and just start interacting with us because, you know, it's really hard to get people to interact. We have people listening, according to the uh, subscribing statistics. Yeah, our show is growing, thankfully. And just follow us. Yeah. I like to feel like I'm wanted. Right. And, you know, we're not doing this for money. We're just doing this out of sheer desperation. So, yeah. you know. We need attention. Give us the attention on Facebook, and we'll give you attention back. Maybe. And that's that's how the new age works. Yeah. If you want to stalk me, go ahead. <laughs> that makes me feel at least like one person out there thinks I'm pretty cool. Exactly. And that's all I need. One or two to 500,000 people. So we filled our self-deprecation quota for the day. And um, you but, can also check us out on Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network. Whew, take a breath. Whew, that was fun to say. Let me try to say it. Back Issues, Back Book, Comic... And that's why I'm the parade professional here. Yeah. Parade professional. <laughs> yeah, you are. Neither one of us are anything. This is the most tongue-tied <laughs> episode of, of history. Of history? <laughs> We've been playing a video game for the last hour. Talking like a caveman like is, been ma- is making me forget. Taking all head. the drugs in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Talking like a caveman is making me forget that there's adjectives and, and, yeah. s- and things like that. Right. In speaking, I leave words out. Something so yeah, nature. for a mastery of English, go listen to another podcast. Which kind of fits into our game that we play exactly. today. And that game, of course, is... Trog for the Nintendo Entertainment System. That rhymes with Pog, but it's unrelated. <laughs> but yeah, Trog Fun was fact. <laughs> Trog was originally an arcade game by Midway. Which I did not know, by the way. Which is actually pretty cool. We'll talk about it later. And it was published by Acclaim for the NES, which... Hmm, you know, Acclaim doesn't have the best reputation on the NES. They have it on NES, yeah. Right. After NES... Later on, a little better. They had a much better one. Because then they do uh, NBA Jam and those type of games. Right, yeah, so... Wait, was that a claim? Or Midway? I feel like it was. I feel like a Midway and a claim did both. Because didn't the Midway do the arcade version of this? Maybe Mid. I think Midway developed both and a claim published. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they published this game, but it was actually developed in the arcades by Midway. And it was actually developed on the NES by Visual Concepts. Which, by the way, went on to make my one of my absolute favorite series of games, the NBA 2K series. NBA 2K, which started out on the amazing, incredible Sega Dreamcast. Which... Hopefully, remember to put a pin in that. We're going to make an announcement about that soon. Oh, yeah. Sega Dreamcast announcement. Put a pin. I'm waiting on you to put the pin in. I don't have a pin. I don't have one. Oh, where's the pin? We don't have any pins in this place. Goodness. I'm just going to put a mental pin in my head. We're going to forget. Yeah. Now, Trevor, it's Trog. This is a game. uh, Let's talk about our little memories from Trog, right? This is a game that I actually brought to your attention. Yep, you sure did. Still to this day, I've not actually... For some reason, I've not seen this out in the wild, and I've not played it <laughs> yeah, out I mean, in the wild. <laughs> and, you, and you go to all kinds of stores and stuff looking for it. <laughs> I really games. do, and I've, yeah. I've just not noticed this one. Now, the reason that I knew about this one is because uh, a friend of mine in, in the neighborhood that I grew up in had this game for his Nintendo, and I would always go to his house, 
like during the summer when it was all out of yeah. school, and we would play video games at his house, and this is one of the games he had, and they introduced me to Trog. And then I liked it so much, he let me borrow it, because I just lived right down the road. And I brought it home, and then me and my mom played it. And my mom loved it. This is one of my mom's favorite games. Yeah, when you said that, I mean, I don't hear you go around saying, yeah, my mom loves this video game a lot. Yeah. But you've always talked about how you both love this game, so it really made me want to play it. Yeah. So, Trevor, uh, so the... That's pretty much all you've known about it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, that was an annoying sound. Yeah, that was um, Trevor's phone, I bet. No, it wasn't my phone. Oh, was I think it? it's this thing. Uh, anyways. What is it? What is it? Oh, yeah. it's a, Sorry, we have a... It's technology. It looks, looks yes. like noises. That's why we don't deal with technology. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't know anything about this game except that y'all enjoyed it a lot. And I thought it was more of a puzzle game, which... It's not there's, there's puzzle elements in it. There's a lot of action in it. Yeah. Uh, the gist of Trog, uh, the reason I think a lot of people haven't heard of it is like you said, A, I had to, when uh, our original copy was gone, and like two or three years ago, I wanted to get a copy from my mom for Christmas or a birthday or something like that because I knew she would like it. And I had to really search for it to find it. I ended up ordering yeah. it online and I got lucky that I found it. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not a super expensive game, but I've literally, I've never seen it. Yeah, I think I think a, I pay like game store. I think I pay like ten bucks for it or something like that. Yes, and that's counting shipping. So uh, we'll get into the reviews soon, but let's talk about the kind of game it is, Trevor. Give me your first impression when we turn the game on. What you're thinking? Um, I think I could sum it up, and this is not a knock on the game at all because I actually think it comes out as I've not played anything quite like it. But if I could sum it up with three, compare it to three other titles: Pac-Man, Bomberman, and Maybe the game we just covered recently, Bubble Bobble, but more Pac-Man and Bobberman. Yeah, I definitely see that. Uh, Pac-Man especially, it definitely has a Pac-Man feel to it. There's 50 levels in all. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're a dinosaur, and these cavemen are trying to eat you. The cavemen, just think of them as the ghost in Pac-Man. Yeah. That that, that pretty much gives you all you need to know. Uh, The gameplay is you're going left and right trying to collect eggs. And up and down. And up and down. You can. There's a lot of danger. You can get eaten by a trog, which is a troll or a caveman. Yeah. They're called trogs on this. You can fall in tar pits. You can fall off the side of the map. Uh, you can get run over by a wheel. There's all kinds of things, danger, or they can jump on you when they learn yeah. to jump. And there's different levels, and they'll grow up like there's warps. There's all kinds of stuff you can get in this game, Trevor. Yeah. Yeah, the... The gameplay itself really does remind me of Pac-Man, but it's like Pac-Man if Pac-Man were an action game. Yes. Because, yeah, I, this might almost be sacrilege, but Pac-Man was a little before my time. You know, I was born, born in the 80s, um, and I think Pac-Man is great. I really respect it. But I always felt like I was never really good enough to even come close to setting any kind of high score. So I almost think I didn't enjoy it as much because it's so much focused on just setting a high score. Right. Whereas this felt more like an action game. Like, I just wanted to survive and make it through the level. Well, there's a big thing that we haven't mentioned yet, which really sets this game for me apart when it comes to Pac-Man and Bomberman, is the fact that, yeah, Pac-Man was two-player, but you had to take turns. This game, however, the second player can join in at any time. Right. At any time. That That is one of the biggest selling points, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You can be on level 30 out of 50, and somebody walks in, hey, that looks fun. They could join in. Plug in a second controller and join in. And then there's another dinosaur, a yellow dinosaur yeah. show up, Spike. It's seamless. It's really, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, I really, really enjoy that part of it. Uh, you're both playing at the same time, and if there's two dinosaurs, you're trying to collect your color, whatever color right. you are. So there's a blue and a yellow. Yeah, if you're blue, the blue dinosaur, uh, bloop, bloop. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to collect 
blue eggs and Spock's trying to collect yellow eggs. Right. And um, it's worth noting that the arcade game was four players, which makes me just wish so bad that I could find that machine somewhere. Oh, they look, and it looks so much fun. We actually watched a little gameplay. There is a difference in how the game looks. For the Nintendo, it looks like a Nintendo game. Right. We'll get into the graphics here in just a second. Uh, but on the arcade, it was very much claymation look to it. Yeah, the... I'm not going to get too much into all the arcade stuff because actually that's going to be in the Bliss Quiz. So I hope you don't know a lot. I never heard of that. But the Bliss Quiz is this terrible thing we do. Okay. Okay. I thought that but, was our entire show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it is. We had the, it's, it's this really cool claymation look to the arcade version. Right, yeah. And being four player. But this, having never played the arcade version, this is a very uh, solid port, it seems to me. Yeah, I didn't even know there was an arcade version. But anyway, let's get to the graphics real quick. Yeah. All right. This game, to me, looks amazing, especially for a Nintendo game. To me, the graphics... Now, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. This game has a lot... Brought, brings back a lot of feelings for me as mm-hmm. growing up. This is one of my favorite games growing up. You know, I, I played it with my parents. I think my dad even played this game at some point. But especially with my mom. And mm-hmm. that just brought back so all kinds of awesome feelings and stuff of how fun this game was for anybody to play. And it wasn't yeah. just for kids. Anybody could pick it up and have a good time. You see, yeah, I was really... This is going to sound weird, but to don't put on the full house music. Okay. I enjoyed playing the game with Johnny because he has so many memories with it. Like, it's just cool, like, to experience something with somebody that's really nostalgic for them. Yeah. Like, we're, we may have already, we're definitely going to play some games that I have some big memories of that you probably haven't played. Right. So it was cool to, you know, I have no nostalgia for this game at all. So it was cool to play it with you. Yeah, this is just one that you'd always heard me talk about. Right. Pretty much. That's my only nostalgia is, oh, finally I get to play it. Yeah. Wait, now, is it nostalgia or nostalgia? Nostalgia. We never pronounce anything right. Why do I care? It's nostalgia. So we'll have our Aussie friend call us out on that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, because he's got nothing else to do. You hear me, Michael Thompson? Michael Thompson? That's right. I can't believe That's how cool he is, though, that I remember his name. That's pretty amazing. I don't even remember your name. Yeah, who are you? Get out of my house. <laughs> now, uh, so we talked about the graphics, the gameplay again. Let's. We've already kind of established what it is. But what's really cool about this game is there's all kinds of little power-ups and stuff on the map. Mm-hmm. The trees make you go faster. The pineapples are really cool. They turn you into a T-Rex. Yeah. And you can eat anything and nothing can hurt you. That's what sets this game apart from things like Pac-Man. It's like Pac-Man for the violent generation. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. The, the pineapple is so cool. You eat it and you turn into this giant T-Rex. And all these cavemen that have been beating up on you, now the tables are turned. Yeah, you can eat them. Uh, you can stomp out their fires because they'll set fires too and put holes and and all kinds of stuff to try to get you. Uh, what really helps you though is the harder the game gets, there's more cavemen and they get there's more on the map, but they're still really dumb. Right. Thankfully, the cavemen are dumb, but it kind of fits because they're cavemen. Right. Yeah. And, and no trogs really because only trogs, have, yeah. they have one eye. The trolls they're like a troll caveman kind yes. of combo. I think the items might be what the items and the warp. Station yep. things are what reminded me of Bomberman. Yeah, there's a, there's warps that'll pop up every once in a while. The trees make you go faster. Mushrooms slow you down. Some things will kill you. The pineapple was really cool. There's a thing that'll let you shoot fire. Yeah, fireballs. That's cool. Yeah. So there's all kinds of cool stuff that really sets this game apart from those other games. Like You can do right. that in Pac-Man. You know, this is an obscure reference, but if I could list a fourth game this reminds me of. You can't. And I don't know if it came out before or after this one, to be honest. I think it was before. But it's called Kung Fu Heroes. And it's not a super well-known game, but um, it's a two-player game where you're running around, single screen, basically killing stuff by punching it with fireballs. I think Trog has got a little more going on. That game was really just all action. Yeah. But it reminds me a little of that, too. 
Yeah, but the gist of this game overall is trying to get a high score. Right. So, yeah, that's, so it's a two-player game. It's cool because you're cooperating just enough to make it through the levels, but you're really trying to get the high score. Yeah, the only way you can defeat a, a trog is either be the T-Rex or have the fire thing, or you can punch them. Yeah. And you can also do all these things to the other player, too, by the way. Yeah, you're not defenseless. You can punch any time, and it's pretty fun because it's, like, it's like three fast punches to take one out. Yeah. It's kind of But they fun. can get you. If you miss that first oh, punch, yeah. they got you. And yeah. what also sets this game apart is for how this game looks, right? It looks like a really thing, like a cartoony game is what it looks like. The graphics yeah. are very cartoony. Uh, it looks like something you'd see on a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh-huh. But if you get eaten, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you watch he eats you you watch him eating you in front of you like he's eating like your head disappears and the, there's just bones left literally it's amazing yeah <laughs> you need to google um trog what would you look up trog death scene or something like that i don't know what or you're just talking. watch gameplay but you'll see it yeah unless they're really good it's it's amazing i mean yeah like you said this cartoony almost disney-esque looking game yeah the death is very over the top and like he said you you can punch the trogs the cavemen but if you miss that first punch, they'll knock you out onto the ground, stand over your unconscious body. And I'm not exaggerating. They eat you. Yeah. And you see your flesh come off like a three yeah. chunks. And what's left is your bones. <laughs> it's, it. it's amazing. There's, I mean, no, no, there's no blood. There's no blood, but it's, but it's still, still graphic. <laughs> you definitely know what's going on. If you were a human player, if you didn't play as a dinosaur... It would not be a game that probably would have been on the NES. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's for sure. Yeah. So, have we talked about, I think that's about all we need to say about the gameplay. I don't think I left anything out, have I? Um, I don't think, oh, the bonus levels are really Oh, fun. yeah, there's little bonus levels thrown out through yeah. this game. That's another thing that sets it apart. Because to be fair, you're doing the same thing over and over. But, the gameplay is just action-y enough, if that's a word. Yeah. That it's okay that you're doing the same thing over and over. And the bonus levels are just pure fun, because you can't die. Yeah, they're different ones. Like, one of them, you're both T-Rexes the whole time, and you're just trying to eat all the trogs that you can. Another time, you both have firepower the whole time. You're trying to burn. It's called the barbecue or something like that. Yeah. Try to barbecue as many trogs as you can. Uh, all that kind of thing. Those right. sorts of deals. One, you're just collecting gems. Yeah. And I think we should mention that this is the first game, I believe, that we've actually beat playing it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, there's 50 levels. I died on level 48, and Johnny managed to finish it. Yes. But, but to be fair, I jumped in on that game late. So. Yeah. You, you started before I did. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Yeah, so we kind of even out, really. Yeah. I'm, I'll throw you that bone, that dinosaur but you, bone. you've been playing a long time. I mean, maybe I can say that for the review, but... Well, I'll just say, I, I love that. Like, Johnny's played this game for years, and he was clearly better at it. He always finished with a higher score than me, but I never felt like I didn't have a chance. Because yeah. it's as much action as it is. It's not really a puzzle game. It's uh, it's a puzzle game as much as Pac-Man. It, it has puzzle elements to it. Yeah. I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't call it a puzzle game, but I would say there's right. elements to it. I actually don't even know how I would categorize it, to be honest. I think I've seen it listed just as an action game, but it's it's kind of unique. I mean, it's like... It's like a hybrid of things. Yeah. It's like Pac-Man could punch and breathe fire and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, that's how I describe it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. All right. Uh, is, what about the music of the game? Yeah. Okay. For me, again, this is all nostalgia. Nostalgia yeah. coming up to me. Nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. And... I remember that theme, but it might just be from all the years of playing it from when I was younger. Yeah, I can totally see that. Like, <laughs> I hate to say it, I don't have it in my head right now because we mentioned uh, 
bubble bobble and now we've got that song in my head. That's it right there. I'm starting to get it now. I just did it right there. I had the bubble bobble theme in my head. Yeah. But I can see if you play this a lot, it would totally get caught in your head. Yeah, exactly. Was there, speaking of, you gave bubble bobble a hard time for only having one song. Was there more than one in this one? It's the same song, or I think how they did it, if I'm remembering correctly, is it's the same elements of the same song, but they might like change it up a little bit, but it's still yeah. the same parts of it. I feel it. like you're right. It didn't feel repetitive when I was listening to it, so it must not be just... Yeah. But I think it's, but I don't think... It's like if you took the Star Wars theme in a Star Wars movie, but you made all the music in it just elements of that same theme. Yeah. Even if you change it around a bit, you can still pick out elements well, of it. Well, it worked in any case, because... Yeah. But you're right. I did give Bubble Bobble a hard time. That's another. That's a great game, though. I love right. Bubble Bobble. But you're yeah. right. I did give it a hard time because it literally was the same song playing every. I was thinking this time. one must not be though because we played 50 levels and if we didn't notice it, it must have changed it up a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, I thought the music was really good. Um, like the graphics, I feel like it was it was a 1990 NES game, and I think it almost looks and feels more like a 92 NES game. Oh which, yeah, which is a big deal. I don't know if you know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Basically, 1992 NES games are a far cry from 90 or 88 NES games. Yeah, there's a definitely a, a huge, huge difference. difference in how they look for sure. So yeah, they got a lot brighter. I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, does that make sense? Everything. Uh, this more game defined. felt this game felt bright to me, and like it was just you were in a cartoon. Right. Yeah, but yeah, the, but its own universe. Yeah, everything just looks distinct and animated well, and there's nothing complex about the graphics, but they're. What they need to be. There's nothing overall complex about the gameplay, really, either. No. It's just that there's so much happening and so much going on that you're involved the whole time. Right. I don't fuck. It's, it's a funny thing. If you describe it on paper, doing the same thing over and over, it sounds like it would get boring, but I don't think you have a chance to get bored. I think I that's think what so. separates it from some other games. Right, yeah. Similarity. Yeah, we literally beat it, and I would go back and play it. Yeah, I would, too. I mean, it's yeah, cause it's just so fast-paced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Trevor, uh, is there anything else you want to add about this game before we go to our score? Uh, I had a note. One of the only notes I wrote about the game itself was horrific brutality. That's (laughs) that's just related to the the getting eaten alive. I think one of my favorite things is when the wheel would flatten you. Yeah. Oh, my favorite moment while we were playing (laughs) was uh, when (laughs) I punched you and got you ran over by a giant wheel. Yeah. So then we met each other again, and you decided to get me back. Yeah. And we punched each other at the same time. We both got flattened by the same wheel. Yeah, because you can knock the other. Yeah. When you're punching your the other player, you don't kill them. You just knock them out. Right. But if you knock them out, you know <laughs> they can't move for like a second. That can get them killed. You can't directly commit murder in this game, but you can set it up really easy. <laughs> so you can be an accomplice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It can be a vehicular manslaughter. Sort this of game gets a uh, high comedic. Uh, possibility factor. Yeah. I had a blast playing it. And I, if this game had a capability to be four player and we have four people oh, playing man. it, this game would be amazing. Probably people that grew up playing the arcade game, if there's anybody out there that did, you probably might feel like the NES version falls short. But never having the opportunity to play the four player version, I'm just glad to get to play this. I wish I had known about the arcade one. Yeah. I would have loved to play that. I don't it's, remember ever seeing it. It's sad. Unless I dismissed it, I don't think it was ever released on any, um, like, as a re-release at any point. You, it would be a good Xbox Live Arcade game or something. Oh, yeah. It would be great for that. Because it but, definitely has a, a Pac-Man Bomberman right. kind of feel to it, for sure. Yeah. So, anything else you want to add before we give our scores? No, I think I'm good. I mean, it's a simple game, but I recommend, uh, well, listening to the rest of our podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> going to give away my review. Yeah. I, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, this game, for me, holds a special place in my soul. 
You know, it's one of those games that I just randomly discovered. Like you said, I don't think I've ever seen it out in an actual store, mm-hmm. especially growing up. I just, my friend just happened to have it. Right. That's all the reason I was even able to play it. And it just really, just the memories of playing with my parents and just the fun that I had doing that. Because you know, something about when you're a kid and if it's something you're, your mom and dad would do with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it just made it twice as fun for some reason. Right. So that really, I really can remember that. So just from a nostalgia standpoint, I'm going to try to be fair with how the game actually is and not just give it a 10, even though my, my soul wants to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a lot of fun. I'd go back and play it now. It looks amazing. It's a great looking graphics wise. The gameplay is fun and you can go back to it over and over again. The fact that it's two player at the same time really sets this game up. If mm-hmm. I, I would still like it one player. Don't get me wrong. I would still yeah. play it. But the two player aspect of it is what really sells me on this game. I really love it. Uh, I have to give this uh, eight spikes dancing in the uh, on the screen. How many spikes dancing on the screen will you give it? Do we ever say? Oh yeah, Spike is the yellow dinosaur. Yeah, Spike is the yellow dinosaur. Yeah. Sorry. Whenever whoever wins and gets home first, that dinosaur does a little dance. So I'm going to give it bloops because I played as. Bloop. Yeah, he was bloop. So uh, I was going back and forth between scores. Like I'm trying to think. Um, what did I just give it? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> The memory of a canary. I can remember how to fish. 8 or 8.5. Like, I'm trying to compare it to other... Like, I loved uh, Bubble Bobble. I yeah, gave Bubble it, Bobble's great. I gave it a very high score. But this is... this is It's actually a much simpler game than Bubble Bobble. I would say that, yeah. But more action-y. Um, I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. Like, I mean, it's really not that much like Bomberman either, so I'm not sure what to compare it to. Um, but I would say... See, it's what ten to fifteen dollars. I think about twelve bucks. I saw it on eBay. Yeah. First, I'm going to say just just give it a try. It sounds fun at all, especially if you have another player to play with. Yeah. And I'm any age, any age could play this, except for maybe really young because the the death is so violent. (laughs) I feel like I'm only going to have one caveat. I think I use that word a lot. It's caviar. Caviar. My only caviar (laughs) is if you told me, okay, you're going to play this game every day for the next fourteen days. I might be like, eh, because it is simple when you do the same things over and over. Oh, I'll be the same way too. And I which love this is game. true for yeah. most any game. Yeah. But if you say, put it in the lineup of NES games, I think this is one of those games that could be in a regular rotation of, of games. Yes. So with that being said, um, with zero nostalgia, I'm going to give it a 7.5 bloop. I was really curious to do your score. That, that sounds fine to it, me. It honestly yeah. went up. Because we were done, and I was thinking, this is a solid game. It's definitely above average. I'm going to give it a 7, is what I was thinking. Yeah. Because for me, that's that's a pretty good score. Um, then we played it again and made it all the way to level 50. I'm like, nah, I think this is better than some other games I've given a 7. This is one of the few times that we were playing a game. We were already finished, and uh, I was writing down my uh, Bliss Quiz questions, and you started playing again, and I was yeah. like, I'm just going to jump back in and play again. Yeah. So we literally didn't even mean to play it a second time, yeah. and we did. You can say what you want to. I know some people probably play the game and say it's so simple and you're doing the same thing over and over. Life is so busy and crazy and there's so many complex games. I don't even hold that against it. I mean, because it fits into what I look for in gaming anymore. I think it's definitely worth 12 bucks, And I also definitely think if you have somebody you can play it with, snatch it up. Give it yeah. a try. It's, it's worth it. If you play it for 20 minutes and don't pull it out again for a month, play it for another 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. So. It's, it'll make it, I think it's well worth the money. Oh, yeah. All right, so that, this game, uh, Trog, got a very good score from us. Now, Trevor, speaking of very good things, mm-hmm. 
we get sponsored by very good products. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious, right? Yeah. And this next product, I am proud to say, absolutely adores us. Right. And they were knocking down my door to become our sponsor. The product was knocking down your door. The yes. product itself was knocking right. down my door. And it says, hey, you, uh, this product can do anything. Like, if, uh-huh. if you're losing your hair, put this product on your head. Right. If you have some sort of itch or, some, or a rash, put mm-hmm. this product on your itch or rash. Uh, if you want to uh, get a date for the prom, mm-hmm. put this product on your computer, and it will do all kinds of stuff for you and help you internet If date. you're feeling just generally bored and despondent and jaded with life, yeah, apply this product liberally to your forehead. Yeah. And... uh. You're just going to be a better person. And speaking of which, roll that beautiful footage. Is that how it works? You can't really see it. Play the commercial. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Chris Chavez, producer and co-host of Back Issues Comic Book Podcast and the History Creeps Podcast. I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that you can find those podcasts as well as a number of other entertaining shows on our online network, BICVP Radio. Whether you're into old school video games, comic books, sports, pop culture commentary, or the strange and unexplained, BICVP Radio has the podcasts you're looking for. So head on over to BICVP-radio.com and check them out. Make sure you subscribe to them on iTunes, and while you're at it, leave a review or two. Again, that's BICVP-radio.com. See you there. Oh, man, I'm glad that happened. Oh, me too. I feel so much better since I've gotten that product. Yeah. If it wasn't for that product, Trevor... I think I'd be a, a terrible person. This product makes me a better human being. And my question for the audience is, what other podcast can you find that spends longer making up garbage about a commercial <laughs> than the actual commercial takes? Yeah, we obviously haven't heard yet. It's kind of like if you're watching your favorite show on TV and they talk, the actors talk about the commercial for four minutes before yeah. the commercial starts. Yeah. That's what we provide. Oh, we're still talking about it now. We are. Even though it's more than likely just another commercial for history creeps. Hey, yeah, speaking of uh, creeps... <laughs> Should we make this announcement? Yeah, let's do our announcement. Let's right. go into our big announcement first. Trevor, I'm going to let you do it. I want to give us the big drum roll, and then you say what's happening. Right. This is the first time that we're doing this. And if I'm thinking right, we'll really set our show apart from other uh, retro gaming shows. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Is that good drums? That's good. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Retro Bliss Podcast is proud to announce... And starting next week, boop, boop. we will start covering Sega Dreamcast games. Oh, that's big. Oh, that's big. Let's do the applause. Oh, that's, that's cheering. <clears throat> I'm good at this. You're very good. And frankly, and I don't mean this badly. Franklin. Franklin, I don't really <laughs> care if that's not a big deal to most people. I'm just really excited <laughs> about that. Frankly, Charlotte, we don't give, you know, a Dreamcast. <laughs> so, yeah. I love the Dreamcast. I think you love the Dreamcast. Oh, I do. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. that, was, that was a system that I loved. Me and you both got one when they came out. Uh-huh. I remember I went to my local Toys R Us, and I was so happy when I was able to get it. And the controller was even different. It had a little VR thing in it. We'll talk about this oh, when, yeah. we, when we cover the games. But I'm really excited to talk about the Dreamcast. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of really good uh, retro-themed podcasts out there, retro video games. But most of them have a distinct, uh, like the only... Uh, focus on one system really we re- we want to just kind of keep in a certain era and not be bogged down by the type of system right and if you're thinking wait a minute the dreamcast came out in 1999 that's kind of late to be retro 
Well, first of all, I'm pretty sure the word retro doesn't even mean old. I think we're misusing the term. Yeah. But you know what we mean. We mean it just feels like something that's from yesteryear. Yeah, I think I think our goal is to go from the 80s to the early 2000s. That's, yeah, at least for now. And we reserve the right to change our mind. Dreamcast is where we draw the line. Right, yeah. That means as much as we love the systems, the PlayStation 2, the GameCube, the Xbox, those are all out. Yeah. I literally have an Xbox One in my room, and I love it. But it's never, we're never going to cover right, it. Right, no. um, So, yeah, Dreamcast is in, we've decided. Because it's... I mean, Sega doesn't even make consoles anymore, so it feels pretty retro to us. That makes me sad. Because I does. love the Genesis, and I love the Dreamcast. But that's a big announcement. Yeah. Dreamcast games are also going to be appearing on Retro Blist. That's right. Trevor, it's that time again. That time that everybody's been waiting on. And that, of course, is the <laughs> Blist Quiz. Well, my first <laughs> Wilbur. My first question for you. That's a reference that nobody's going to know. No, it's okay. Uh, Visual Concepts. Yes. You know who developed this game for the NES? Yep. Made several, to put it lightly, several Sega Dreamcast games. Yes. Which of these was not a visual arts game? Okay. Sorry, Visual Concepts. Right. Uh, Ooga Booga. The NBA 2K series. That's what you call a, low, a slow ball. Yeah. Uh, or a bird, slow ball? <laughs> slow ball. What was us trying to say? Like when you're pitching a... Like an easy... I don't know. That was a gimme. Okay, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna, or C. You're good at sports analogies. Booger Boy. Okay. I obviously know that they did the 2K, NBA 2K series because I've gotten those games from day one when they came out on the Dreamcast. Yeah. So I know for sure... And not to mention NFL 2K and NHL 2K. Yeah, they've done them all. They've done baseball. Right now, they're even doing wrestling games, if I'm thinking right. Yeah. So, I know it's not that. Mm -hmm. Ooga Booga, to me, is going to be my guess, because we were using that word earlier. Well, without even realizing it, the reason I was saying Ooga Booga over and over is probably because of this game. Oh, it's a game? It actually is a four-player, party-style brawling Dreamcast game. Is it fun? It sounds fun. It's, it sounds fun. I've never, I've never played it. I'm actually going to keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Booger Boy, I just made up because I have no imagination. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a game to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think there's a game called Booger Man. Yeah, there is. All right, Trevor, I'm going to give you... Yeah, there is. For I remember that yeah. one. I remember the cover more than anything for yeah. some reason. All right, Trevor, this is a fill-in-a-blank question. Uh-huh. Okay. The Triceratops... Yesterday. Close. That's my answer. Oh. Oh, okay. The Triceratops... Which is what these little dinosaurs kind of look like. You know, you know yeah. what the Triceratops is. I do. The dinosaur had the three horns. I know of them. Okay. The Triceratops is the state dinosaur of... The state dinosaur? <laughs> yes. I don't know there was such a thing. There's a, Apparently there is. Let me think of what state would do that. Okay. Probably like... I'm going to say... North Dakota. You're not too far off. Honestly, you're I knew the, it had to be a western. You're thinking, you're thinking of the right direction. Yeah, think of a more of a squarish looking state. Nebraska, more of a squarish looking state. Oh, squarish. Nebraska's, Nebraska's a rectangle, aren't they? <laughs> now you had to make me look really stupid. Oh, why? Oh, why? 
Wyoming. Wyoming? Yeah. Oh, you said it. <laughs> yep. I was going to get it in 30 minutes. I need to look up what huh. North Carolina is to see if we have a state dinosaur. It's probably the pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, what's your next Okay, one? my next question. Uh, let's see if this is the one I want to do next. Yeah. So, in the arcade version of Trog, okay. what are the other two characters' names? So, of course, you have... Um, what is it, Bloop and Spike? Mm-hmm. But also, is it Sharp and Razor, Rex and Gwen, or Bub and Bob? Okay. Now I technically cheated on this one. Yeah, you saw it. But you were trying to show me gameplay of the arcade one, which I really wanted to see, and it just happened to show this one character win. So Gwen. What, so what you should have done? You know, what this one character Gwen? Yeah. <laughs> so what you should have done? Was put Rex and a couple other ones because I knew that Rex won, oh, so it's going to be that one. That's smart thing. Rex and Gwen. Yep. Although Bub and Bob would have belonged. Oh, by the way, I was going to say that. I feel like that's the one thing that that they really took from Bubble Bobble. They had yeah. to have gotten the whole two dinosaur idea. Yeah, they look. A, they have a lot of similarities <laughs> yeah. between them. I thought that was cool. Okay, Trevor. <laughs> yes. When I was Google searching Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh-huh. because that's what you turn to when you need a pineapple. Yes. I typed in the letters. T-Y, as far as I've gotten. You know, in Google, in the Google search bar, as you type letters in, suggestions pop up. Right. The only letters I, letters I had typed in were T-Y. What was the number one suggestion after I typed those two letters in? I'll tell you the first thing I thought of. Okay. It's Tyson Chicken Tenders. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. Oh. I'm sorry, sorry. Tyler Perry. <laughs> Tyler Perry? Yeah. No comment. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his movies. I don't find them that funny. And I find everything funny. But I know people love them, and that's fine. You can love them all you want. But to be fair, you're only a four-star level of funny. That's true. So. I'm a, my co- level of comedy is only four stars, not five. And maybe five. his is five, and I just don't get it. Yeah. That's probably what it is. All right, what's your last one? So, I have a shocking news for you. Uh-oh. Trog almost uh-huh. never happened. What? That would have yeah. made me really mad and sad. So, the arcade version, of course, which is developed first, it was originally more of a puzzle game. You played a hand, almost like a god, and you were basically laying out bones to make your dinosaurs follow you. And you were trying to lead them like on a leash almost to the edge of the level. Wow, that's totally different. And playtesters, apparently, I'm not, this is a family friendly podcast, but po- playtesters uh, said some really mean things about it, basically. They didn't care for it. No. <clears throat> and so Midway was about to cancel the game completely. But there was a reason it was saved. Okay. And you're going to have to tell me the real reason. All right. You got three choices. So, uh, choice one, Midway owed the designer, Jack Hagar, a favor. Or Midway had already made 750 of the arcade cabinets. Or the designer had already spent a huge amount of money for the claymation design. And testers had suggested making it more Pac-Man-like. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to throw out B because I don't think it's the middle one. It was either the first or the last one. And I'm going to go with... The last one, because it was way more complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have made the others longer. Yeah. So, yeah, um, <laughs> apparently the designing the claymation that they used for the arcade version was really expensive at the time. And it looks really cool, by the way. It I, does I encourage cool. you to Google search it. Yeah, definitely do. It's very neat. There's very some neat videos look. on YouTube, right? And where we watch yeah. it. Yeah. So, he'd already spent a lot of money just for the claymation part. And even though people didn't like the game itself, one of the playtesters said... Why don't you make it more like Pac-Man? I guess more of an action game instead of just yeah. you take direct control of the of the dinosaur. Right. And the rest is history, and it became a really cool game. Huh. That's really neat. I yeah. did not know that at all. Playtesters are important. They really are. Yeah. 
Wouldn't that be one cool job to have? Yeah. Well, I want to say it's cool, but I bet they play a lot of bad games, too. Yeah, you probably start to hate life after a while. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, I always thought growing up that movie reviewers, like, you know, Siskel and Ebert had great jobs. But, you know, they also had to watch a lot of really bad movies. That's true. <laughs> All right, Trevor, your last one. Are you ready? Oh, boy. This is another open-ended question, and I never do oh, those. You never do, no. Uh, you're a caveman. Uh-huh. Okay. You've just accidentally discovered fire. You were just minding your own business. Mm-hmm. And you had these two sticks in your hand, and you instantly rubbed them, rubbed them together, and then fire came out. Oh. What is your next step? Let's see. I'm going to find... No, I'm a caveman, not a dinosaur in this scenario. Right, you're a caveman. I'm going to find the nearest blue or yellow dinosaur mm-hmm. and set the fire out in front of it. And then I'm going to wait for it to fall into it, and then I'm going to eat it. That's very good. Yeah. That's the wrong answer, though. Oh. Close, though. There is no right answer, but whatever you just said was wrong. Okay. That's what counts. (laughs) Fair and balanced. All right, so that's been this episode of RetroBlist. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And we're also on the Stitchers and on that network that Trevor says better than I do. Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network. Issues of Back of the Comic Book of the Network Podcast. See? I got it. Perfect. They're never going to understand it now. Perfectly said. I'm good at this. All right, Trevor, to close out the show, Uh we want to go out on a high note, right? Uh-huh. We want people to, to be wanting more after they listen to this whole thing. If where are you they, going with this? If they made it to the end. I have no idea where you're going with this. If they made it to the end, we want them to think of, man, I can't wait for next week, right? Uh-huh. Ain't that what we want? Yeah, I guess so. That's what we want, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, Trevor, we got to give them something, a little a little tease, a little morsel of what's to come. So like, oh, we can't miss that episode, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So, Trevor, which episode number is this? 23. Right. <laughs> So that means 24 is coming up, right? It does, yeah. Let's give the people uh, what they think. Uh, you know, give them a little piece of what, a preview, if you will. Uh, a trailer, a movie, like a movie trailer, but a podcast trailer of episode 27. Go. Episode 27? Yeah. In a world. Without- no, no, we're done. No. You're done with this. I was, I'm good at that voice. Yeah. I don't know. I, look, you're good at a lot of things. I don't want to be mean to you. Uh-huh. We've been, you're my best friend uh-huh. for many, many years. Uh-huh. I mean, since we were, what, five? Yeah. I mean, I could not respect anybody more than I respect you, uh-huh. right? That was the stupidest thing. I mean, it was so dumb that you just said that. So, so, so very dumb. I'm going home. You Okay. I'm, I got your Bye. Keys.